Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome along to our Sunday offering for you. Whether you are here at VIR or a little further afield, kind of restored to health uh, today. Nice to have your company wherever you have been. If you are joining us on this Sunday over in Europe, what is it, nearly 1 o'clock there, nearly 8 o'clock here, we're getting the day off to... A start here at beautiful VIR with the 20-minute Michelin GT Challenge at VIR WeatherTech Sports Car warm-up, and it's all live next here on IMSA Radio. The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship on IMSA Radio. And let's head straight down to the pit lane from the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre. Jeremy Short uh, will join us later on in the day because he's got uh, the IPC and Lamborghini with Brian Seller, uh, Brian Sellers, Brian Till uh, to do. I'm sure Brian Sellers could probably do it uh, as well if we asked him. Uh, however, Sheer Adam is down in the pit lane on what has to be said is a beautiful morning, 21 degrees in the air 26 on the track that's 70 fahrenheit and 79 on the track uh tales of war from yesterday's year uh what do we know about uh, anyone who had problems yesterday there'll be a few people making sure they want to take a few laps this morning good morning Good morning. Everyone has recovered to full health after the trials and tribulations yesterday, which is good news. And we do have a full grid of cars ready to go out for this morning qualifying session, morning warm-up session, excuse me. After the qualifying session, we had it yesterday afternoon. And a lot of people saying to me this morning, John, why can't we be racing now? It's perfect conditions to go out and have a race. But it's also a perfect day because somebody's turning 25. Happy birthday, Stephen McAleer, championship leader coming into today. And how glad are you that this is the only time you're in the car this weekend is for the WeatherTech race after it was so hot yesterday? Yeah, it's, it's definitely hot out there. It's definitely humid. And, um, you know, me, me finishing the race today is a possibility of being in the car for two hours. So, yeah, we're feeling good. Uh, thanks for my 25th birthday. Um, working on, working on uh, keeping at that age. But, uh, yeah, we're excited for today. We had a good car in practice. Mike's P5 in qualifying. And uh, a tough place to pass on, so we'll need to uh, try and jump our way up to the front through the pit stops. But uh, I'm excited. I think we're in, in we're a good finish today. How distracted have you been this weekend by having your MX-5 team here running and running very competitively? You know, honestly, I, I, I've done this for a long time now. Not, not too hard. You know, I, my MMR team has been amazing. Uh, you know, they run like clockwork whether I'm there or not. So, you know, I definitely come in as, as much as I can to help the guys on the coaching. But uh, yeah, I mean, there were two cars on the front row yesterday. I think they finished P4, P5, P6, and P7. So uh, we want to move up a couple of spots today. But uh, yeah, the guys have been good. The team's excited and 
if they uh, if they hustle and pack up quickly, they'll be able to watch the WeatherTech race afterwards. Well, and this WeatherTech race is important for both you and Mike Skeen. It's the first time racing in WeatherTech at VIR, but you've got a lot of miles under your belt and a lot of other cars. I asked Mike about it yesterday, driving in other cars at this track and comparing it to the GT3. What's it like from your perspective? Uh, this place is hard, you know, to get everything out of the car, and you know, there's not a not a huge amount of room for error if you if you drop a tire, especially this morning with the the grass being wet. So. Um, again, hard place, to, hard place to pass. We're going to have to execute the pit stops and be really fast on the in and out laps. Uh, but it's a fun track to drive in this car. It really is. Happy birthday, Stephen. John says you're 25 plus sales tax, so it's all good. Thanks a lot, John. <laughs> yeah, Stephen was kind enough to come on the show on Wednesday on Midweek Motorsport. Uh, and uh, he... He was brilliant. Give us half an hour of his time. If you haven't heard that, if you go over onto radio-show.co.uk, I think it was episode 33 for the uh, Series 17, episode 33. Good half an hour uh, with Stephen. We've been following his career for a very long time. In fact, since he didn't have a career, actually, and we were reminiscing on that. You want to know the story behind Stephen? and potentially drop a couple of little hints for the future as well as the great flag is out. Engine notes rise. I'll let them disappear from the pit lane before we go back this year to see who's there, who's not. 18 cars, 13 GTD, five GTD Pro. All the cars the same specs and regulations. Uh, it is the driver rankings and ratings that determine whether you're a GTD or a GTD Pro. Uh, at the moment, I see 15 out of 18, 14 out of 18 cars. Brian Sellers hasn't left the pit lane for Paul Miller Racing yet. Matt Campbell for Faf hasn't come out yet. Ross Gunn for Harter Racing after a brilliant run yesterday in qualifying. And that fact is the only, they are the only three now. Shay. What do we know about those three? Harter Racing 23, Aston, Brian Sellers, Paul Miller Racing number one, BMW, and Faf number nine uh, for Matt Campbell. Actually, I've said that, and Ross Gunn's already left, so that one I can answer yes. my own question. So just two, as far as I'm aware, that haven't gone out so far. Well, you asked him to appear, John, so Ross Gunn had to oblige, <laughs> and uh, the 23 has left the pit lane. Not sure if it was him or... Uh, Indeed, Alex Roberis. There is the sound of Madison Snow leaving the pit lane to start ah. this morning warm-up session. And I am standing on the FAF pit box completely by myself. So they're not coming out for this morning warm-up session. There will be no plaid Porsche for all the Canadian fans. So it's a good thing if you had a bit of a lion and decided not to wake up early because you're not going to see that car. But that's <laughs> interesting because normally they do run morning warm-up. And uh, we do get to see the championship leaders out. But it's an interesting situation today, John, because I believe they can clinch the GTD Pro Championship for Matt, Matty Campbell and Matthew Jaminet if they do well enough in this race and Ben Barnicut does poorly enough in the 14 Lexus because he is chasing them, but also only 10 points further back is the number three Corvette. So I think there's some weird amalgamation that has to happen in order for them to be able to just start Petit Le Mans in order to be declared uh, the first GTD Pro champions. Oh, yes, very good point. It is the first uh, championship. The, the, we need a matrix, don't we? We need one of those points matrix that Ryan Smith yes. used to be so good. Uh, it's, uh, I us have one to... of those. <laughs> it's just not accessible right now. 
Ah, yes, that's fine. That is fine. Points predictors, matrix, call them what you will. So at 17 of 18 cars, taking the opportunity for some laps in the early morning sunshine. If you're here at the circuit or further afield, nice to have you tuning into IMSA Radio. Maybe Faf are with Jeremy Shaw this morning as he's having uh, a little bit of a break. He'll join me in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre later on. And he will be even before he joins me. He'll be with Brian Till for a prototype challenge and uh, Lamborghini. It's a busy day today after this warm up. Prototype Challenge, the only prototypes here this weekend, and the last time we'll see the IMSA Prototype Challenge uh, at VIR. Next year it will be the VP Racing uh, Challenge, which will have GT, uh, GT4s, uh, same type of cars as in the Pilot Challenge, and it will have LMP3s, same type of cars in the IPC. So no single prototype challenge next year it is a mixed category two 45 minute single driver sprint races for next year and one of the events are here uh, and I'm pretty certain that there's a bronze driver rating applied to uh, to that as well I'll have to check back through my notes from the state of the sport uh, and check that out but uh, it was asked for by some of the teams and drivers. Opportunity to have some sprint races for the prototypes and perhaps to get some uh, uh, get some experience of running in multi-class racing and uh, rather than just jumping straight into the, into the IMSA WeatherTech Championship where they're sort of in the middle of all the classes. And so IMSA have responded with VP Racing's challenge for next year. LMP3 and GT4 cars. They'll be called GSX in that category, but ultimately the same specification as the cars we saw yesterday in that brilliant Michelin Pilot Challenge race. If you haven't seen that yet, I won't spoil it. Our archive will be up from that race later on. All I'm going to say is listen all the way to the end uh, for that one. Jeremy and Shea doing a great job taking that one to the checkered flag 20 minutes we started with we've had five already uh, 149-0 for Mike Scheme for Team Courtoff Madison Snow just goes quicker than that 48-996 it's Tonio Garcia and Conor De Filippi out in the Corvette the BMW respectively the two GTD Pro cars 3 and 25 Aidan Reid getting some up Laps in the 51 Rick Ware Racing is in fifth position. Let's head down to Shea Adam, who is in the pit lane. We're going to try and pick off a few interviews. Some sleepy drivers probably this morning if they have managed to come down <laughs> to the pit lane. Roman De Angelis uh, joins her down in the pit lane here at VIR. Yeah, no sleep in his eyes, John. He's just gotten out of an Aston Martin Vantage GT3 car around VIR. This place takes all your concentration, even in warm-up, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely busy. Um, going through the S's in the morning is a good way to wake up. So, Who needs Tim Hortons when you have the S's, right? No Tim Hortons around here anyways, so I got missed out on that this morning. Talk a little bit about your surprise slash excitement at the lap that Ross was able to do yesterday in qualifying because you knew how fast he was after driving with him last year. But for a pro lap to be seven-tenths ahead of everybody else, that's really impressive. 
Yeah, the uh, the 23 crew definitely had it had it really well figured out yesterday. They did an amazing job. Obviously, gave him the car to do that, and he he executed perfectly. So, hopefully, uh, they can get it a good result, and, and we both can today. Did you guys adapt the setup from the 23 over to the 27 to try and help out your pace as well? Yeah, we've been trying different things on both cars. Um, we struggled quite a bit yesterday. I think it was our worst qualifying result, but. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll move forward. We figured some things out looking at the data between the two cars and, and obviously comparing the setups and comparing what the differences were, and we should be should be there today. So It's not where you start, it's where you finish. Good luck today, Roman. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Shea. Shea, Adam. So seven and a half minutes gone, 12 and a half to go. And down through some of the other times coming through. Ah, Robbie Foley's just gone to the top with a 47-0 for the 96 Turner BMW running in liquid Molly colours this weekend. Jack Hawksworth is the best of the GT Pros. No, he's not because Conor de Filippi's just gone through with a 46-2. So it's BMW, Corvette, BMW, Lexus, Lexus, BMW at the front of the field. And then a Mercedes. Now, what does that tell you? They're all front-engine V8s. So, De Filippi just gone through. Jack Hawksworth coming down to the top of the roller coaster now before dropping down to the final corner. Been saying this all weekend, it bears repeating, it is the rhythm section there. And by that, I don't mean a man with a double bass and a snare drum. But if you get out of sync with that, you are in big trouble. Hawksworth improves again. He's really got his head round this track this weekend. Was talking to Shea yesterday about how well suited the Lexus is. Got a nice balance on the car. They've worked intensely hard on this machine down through the years. Really struggled to keep the back tyres under it when it first came racing. And put a lot of man hours. And that uh, stood them in good stead when the tyre manufacturer changed a couple of years ago and we went over to Michelin into the pit lane for Jack Hawksworth. He was in pretty fine form, Shea, wasn't he, on uh, on Friday when you spoke to him early on. I think it was Friday. Or, no, it was Saturday, wasn't it, when you spoke to him. He was uh, he was he was pretty up. He was pretty uh, pretty bullish about the weekend run into him a couple of times at breakfast so far this week and Jack and the entire Lexus team very optimistic cautiously about what they can accomplish this weekend qualifying definitely did not go according to plan after that brilliant lap that Jack put down in practice too and yeah you're right it was uh, right after he did that lap that we spoke to him so of course he was in a good mood but Jack always does well at this track he's got a rhythm down it, it's almost as if he is a, a drum specialist and he's able to find that special <laughs> motion for the track and also what's also important Ben Barnicut 
This is the first track that he raced at in North America. Back when he was with the different series, he was running a World Challenge with McLaren. He loves VIR, so even though he's never been here in IMSA spec, he knows it very well and it holds a fond memory in his heart. So they very much could be dark horses for today. Hard to say dark horses when you consider that they won the last race at Road America. Yes, true. But as Jeremy always says, pretty much everybody here this year is in with a chance. All the GTD pros. Um, Porsche didn't show up very well on the first couple of days, but came back well in qualifying, and they're not out at the moment with FAF Motorsport, so they must be happy. That tells me they're happy. They're not, you know, you walk past the garage area, the car's not in bits. So, you know, that tells me they're happy with what they've got for the race later on today. Um, Corvette found some pace yesterday. Obviously, um, uh, Aston Martin found some pace yesterday. Jack Speed. So all of those guys, and, and John Edwards was fastest on the on the first day. So all of the five pros could win the race. And pretty much every one of the GTDs could be on the podium or better, I reckon. Yeah, I would agree with that. And the interesting thing about that is we're not just saying it. We mean it. The <laughs> pace true. that has been there all year across the GTD class is exactly why this championship is still open. And realistically, five different teams could take the GTD championship. I mean, honestly, there are eight that are still in contention, which with two races to go is almost unheard of. So we've had such a variety of winners across all of the races this year. There's no way to tell who's gonna run well. And just because you qualified well, doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna race well and vice versa. That's why Roman DeAngelis was saying it was their worst qualifying in the year, but they still feel like they have a good shot at this. And they absolutely do. There's no doubt about it. At IMSA Radio, if you want to speak to us, there is a Porsche out on the circuit at the moment. Uh, that is the number 16 of uh, the right motorsport, the blue and black machine. Uh, and that, at the moment, is in second place for Jan Halen. Marco Holzer, quickest in the Lamborghini Huracan. So two GTD cars uh, picking up the pace this morning. And... With just seven minutes to go, let's head back to Shea, who is down at Turner BMW, next to that resplendent number 96 in red, white and blue and Litman Molly colours. Well, Robbie, you've had quite a lot of track time so far this weekend. It must have been difficult to recover after the race last night because it was so hot out during your stint in particular. How do you rest, relax and recover and then manage to get out of bed so early for morning warm-up? Yeah, 6 a.m. came early this morning, but... Um yeah, luckily yesterday um, my strategy was a little easier. I saved fuel for the whole race pretty much. Uh, basically cut out a stop that a lot of others did, so I wasn't pushing super hard, uh, so I stayed pretty cool in the car, but um, BMW does a great job keeping us uh, nice and fresh with the AC and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, a lot of track time this weekend. We had a good day yesterday in GS with really good points. Uh, we moved ourselves up in the championship, so we didn't have the best qualifying yesterday, but... We tuned the car up for this morning and it uh, feels pretty good. Yeah, it's very different conditions, obviously, now as to when we're going to be in the race. So how dangerous is it to feel comfortable with the car now, knowing that it's going to be different later? Yeah, I think it's been interesting this weekend. We've been chasing the track temp a little bit. Um, qualifying was really hot, but now I think we have a better balance for the heat. Um, so we'll see. We just got to take care of the tires and, and uh, try to be smart and make our way forward. Cautiously optimistic? Uh, we always have a chance with uh, Don on the box and Bill finishing the race and, and our group, so I'm uh, 
confident we can hopefully work our way forward if we have a good race. Good luck, Robbie. Thanks. Got to say a big hello as well to Dave Miller here at VIR. I'm one of our very good friends from down through the years. My first ever trip to the United States in 1998. I met Dave and been an amazing ride from then on, David. And thank you for your help yesterday and indeed every time we're at a track that you look after. See you at Petit Le Mans in a, what three or four weeks' time. Audio and visual engineer par excellence, Mr. Miller. So Marco Holzer then quickest with a 45.8. Jan Halen second for Wright Motorsports with a 45.8 as well. A 0 0.003 of a second between those two. So when we see it, it's uh, easy to count everybody in to a podium I'll tell you at the moment that a second is the top 10 and a second and a half is the top 13 and the other cars have not really put in what I would say is representative times at the moment in fact that is now the top 15 for a second and a half as people are improving with four minutes to go down to the first corner Jeff Westphal has just gone up, as has Stephen McAleer in the number 32, Tim Kortoff car, Westphal in the dark grey and green Lamborghini, this is the number 39, on Madison Avenue, the back straight, it's white Porsche versus the red numbers of Ben Barnicut now, behind the wheel of the number 14. They're coming down through the roller coaster. It is impossible, even nowadays, with onboard cameras, with external cameras, it is impossible to tell you just how cool it is to drive down that part of the circuit here at VIR. And I should say, up the other side, in front of the villas, so five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, into the last two and a bit minutes. Marco Holzer with the fastest time this morning. And that car in the pit lane. Beautiful weather. Soft light this morning as well. Those of you trackside taking opportunity maybe to get a few photographs. This is a lovely time to get creative. down to the top of the hill at the roller coaster John Edwards for the single BMW team RLL just the one car as they are busy with the new BMW GTP car that you'll have seen and heard a bit about very excited to get a look at the BMW the Acura the Porsche 963 uh, and the Cadillac on my next trip actually next but one trip to the USA 
they're all going to be testing uh, later on this year so we'll have a report on that for you uh, on midweek motorsport coming up in the next few weeks uh, next weekend by the way no Porsches here this weekend for the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by visit caymanislands.com uh, that's because their two races are in Indianapolis Motor Speedway that's next weekend and incredibly I've never been to the Speedway before but I'll be there next week to call those races as part of Sports Porsche Sports Car Together Festival second time that that's run uh, and we'll have that for you in sound and vision on IMSA Radio via the live video tab and on IMSA Radio doc, uh, on IMSA TV, of course, as well. So, double trouble for the next couple of weekends. Just when you thought there was no IMSA racing next weekend, haha, we have more for you. Last half a minute, no issues so far for everybody. John Potter in the pits for Magnus Aston Martin. Phil Ellis for Winwood Racing, the number 57 car. Also in the pits, still out there. WeatherTech number 79 coming to the top of the roller coaster now and heading down in the hands of Jules Gounon. Good lad is Jules. Always worth a chat, had a long chat with him in the Dubai pit lane at the start of this year. Checkered flag waving, the VP Racing Fuel checkered flag being waved with some gusto uh, for, and it is Shield Gunnar who sees the checkered flag first in that immaculately prepared, as ever, white with red and blue striping on that EMG number 79. John Edwards has gone through and improves to become the best GTD Pro, the BMW number 25, the red and black car. Marco Holzer, though, has the fastest time, 145.855. It's a 45.955. Oh, no, Brian Sellers has gone through, taking over from Madam, uh, Madison Snow, and he's put the fastest time in, a 45.741. Shea is lurking down at uh, NTE SSR, who is the fastest of the GTD drivers. And until the moment I spoke there, Shea, just as I was about to throw it to you, he was the fastest overall as well this morning. Yeah, way to curse it for Marco there. But congratulations. It's nice to be fast in morning warm-up. The Lamborghini, very good at this track. Do you think that you and Jaden might just upset this championship today and sneak onto the podium? No, on, on beginning the morning, it was just the main goal to check the car. Everything is working. We had some issues in qualifying, so we will roll off a P9. And we just made sure that the car is now very well balanced because we were fighting a bit with the, the rear with the oversteer and now it was gone um, yeah but the temperature will change as well in the afternoon so yeah but we have a good car now well good luck in the race later then thank you very much congratulations to Mark oh he is the fastest of the GTD car uh, fast second fastest of the GTD cars Brian Sellers uh, fastest overall and fastest GTD uh, so one, two, three GTDs quicker than the GTD Pro. Um, fuel loads, etc. we don't know. Uh, we, how old the tyres were, we don't know. But just underlying what we were saying about the fact that the cars... So we've got two BMWs 
at the top of their classes. It just so happens that the GTD, the Quart Pro-Am uh, side of this race today uh, was faster in the hands of Brian Sellers by a couple of tenths of a second than John Edwards in the all-pro BMW M Team RLL. I think that says quite a lot about Brian and about Paul Miller Racing uh, as well as anything else, uh, but certainly about the BOP. The BOP set exactly the same for those two BMWs, although they are in different classes for points as far as their individual championships are concerned. Uh, the top six separated by just on three-tenths of a second. If I go to half a second, uh, in fact, if I go to a second now, we have 14 of the uh, 17 cars that were out there are on a second. Make that 15, actually. Uh, down to Aidan Reid on Rick, Rick Ware Racing. He was 1.1 seconds away. That's how tight it is on a 105-second lap. Share, Adam, quick final word for you. Then uh, And then we'll... Uh, uh, let's the guys uh, on the uh, in the pier booth take over for a bit before we get the IPCs uh, out. Uh, looks like there's no problems. Faf not out this morning. We're not getting excited about that. All set fair for two hours and forty minutes of a quality Michelin GT challenge at VIR. Thank you to Shea Adam in the pit lane and to Hugh Dickinson back in London as well as Alyssa, uh, Jim Nabty and the rest of the team up in Charlotte making sure that we had sound and vision. Particular thanks as ever to our camera operators. Uh, stay tuned for the rest of the day. If you missed the Lamborghini race or the Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 race from yesterday and you're on RS2 away from the track, we'll give you the opportunity to catch up on that now before we're back live with Mazda Race 2. Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Race 2 coming in almost exactly two hours hours time from right now from John Hindorf and Shea Adam in the pit lane and me in the uh, uh, Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre. It's bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.